Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in 99% of people over 50. While not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful rash that can last for weeks. Wake up, because shingles could wake up in you. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention. Hey, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community. Letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God. We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Today's show is pre-recorded.
everybody y'all listening to the voice oh, come on dig me now one and only steve harvey got a radio show man steady trying to be about the business too y'all I, i'm 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 doing all i can but you know what's crazy in the efforts that i make i can do more you know my father used to tell me something when i was growing up he said son when you've done your best and you've done all you can, sit still for a second and just do a little bit more. Always remember that. He said, when you've done the best you can and you can done all you can think of, he said, sit still for a minute and do some more. And you know what I've discovered in my life? Always have a little more. I ain't ever just out, out, out completely. I can't take another step. There ain't another breath in me. There ain't, there ain't another thought I can produce. I'm never completely out, man. Just take a rest for a minute, man. And then j- just do a little bit more. And that, that I can't tell you how many times that's helped me get over the top. You know, I was watching a, a documentary about people climbing uh, Mount Everest and how difficult climbing Mount Everest was and how uh, they have on the hill something called like a death zone or killing zone where the majority of people run out of oxygen and they have to turn back. Well, what's crazy is it's it's right in view of the summit. You can actually see the top of Mount Everest from there. But it's but it's that little bit that's left that's just most difficult. Now I, I, I forgot all the reasons why they said most people don't make it from there and more people have lost their lives in that area. I, I don't know what it is. But the people that make it to the top of Mount Everest, they all had to go through that same zone or that same area. But they had a little bit more that allowed them to get to the top. You know, a lot of people have had accidents up there trying that, so I'm not even really sure if Mount Everest analogy is a good one. But let's just break it down a little bit more. Let's just talk about life. There's a poem I learned uh, back when I was pledging. It's called Don't Quit. It goes like this. If I make a mistake, I'm I'm just trying to drum it up. So here we go. It says, when things go wrong, as they sometimes will, when the road you're trudging seems all uphill, when your funds are low and your debts are high, when you want to smile, but you have to sigh, When cares are pressing you down a bit, rest if you must, but don't quit. For life is queer with its twists and turns, as every one of us must sometimes learn. And many a fellow has turned about when he might have won had he stuck it out. So don't give up, though the pace seems slow. You may succeed with another blow. Often the goal is nearer than it seems to a faint and a faltering man. And often the struggler has given up when he might have captured the victor's cup. And he learns too late when the night came down 
how close he was to the golden crown. Success is failure turned inside out. It's your silver tint of your clouds of doubt. And you never can tell how close you are. It may be near when it seems afar. So stick to the fight when your heart is hit. It's when things seem worst that you mustn't quit. I remember it because I had a special method of helping you remember stuff back then, but I remembered it. And that poem right there has kept me. You know, I've, we often talk about scripture and, and everything, and, and I, don't, I don't see how I could live without it. But every now and then, man, somebody has a writing. God puts a writing on somebody's heart that delivers a message, man, that can help people. I use every motivational tool that I possibly can to climb this ladder of success or try to be the best father and the best husband I can be. I've done a lot of changing over the years, and so have you. But change is necessary in order to grow. If you don't make changes, folks, you can't grow. I was a young man on my set. I kept looking at him, man, a sharp little young dude just on my set. And he had these dreads, and I mean, they were uh, they were super long, man. They were well below the middle of his back. I mean, it was just long. And he kept talking to me, and he kept talking to me, and talking to me. So a young man kept talking to me, and I said, hey, man, you know, you do your a huge self a favor in the business you're in if you got a haircut. You would do yourself a huge favor. I said, your image is everything, man. I said, you keep stopping me in the hallway to try to tell me what you're doing, what you are. But all I see is your hair. And I keep trying to figure out what you're doing with all that hair, man. Now, you can feel how you want to feel, but I'm like an employer. I employ people. So when I'm walking through the hallway and I try to think of you traveling with me and you sitting in a meeting with me, I try to imagine you in your suit sitting there talking business with me. And so just like other employers are, I'm just having a real story with you. So I said, man, you ought to consider cutting your hair. He said, man, Mr. Harvey, I've been growing his hair since I was a little boy. I said, how old are you now? He said, 28. I said, well, how long you want to hang on to what you was when you was a little boy? You know, if you started growing your hair when you were a teenager, I mean, you're 28 now. What we, and I said, so let me help you understand something. Let me, let me ask you something. What does it do for you? He said, man, it's just who I am. It's, 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 it's. I said, so you your hair? He said, no, no, but it's a part of me. I say, that part of you that you're hanging on to, what does it do for you? I just like it. Well, dog, I like ice cream. But if, eat that, but if I hang on to ice cream and eat ice cream every single day, my body going to reflect that. What is it that you hanging on to that you don't want to let go of that's prohibiting you from being what all you can be? See, it's hard to be what all you can be if you want to keep being all you was. Don't that make sense to you? So I'm, I can't tell you how many times I've had to change. Change is necessary to grow. You can't be... All you can be if you want to keep hanging on to all you was. That don't make no sense. How do you go forward if you keep going backwards? You can't stay here and go there. Do you understand that? If you want to go over there, you must remove yourself from right here. Oh, I got right here is comfortable. I got right here is safe. But over there is where the shade is. Over there is where the fruit is. 
Over there is where the opportunity is. Over there is where the mountain of gold is. So why you stuck on here? You got to leave here to go over there. You can't be all you can be if you want to stay stuck on who you was. Change is growth is necessary, y'all. Let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective, from Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama, to reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, right now is the beginning of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Let me make love to you, darling. Ooh. In the background. Yes. I just felt like that, man. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> Ladies right. and gentlemen, this show is starring the following people. Shirley Strawberry Caller, Pharrell, Mouth of the South, Junior, and the legend that is Nephew Tommy. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Junior, I'm going to stop you before you ask me something, because you ain't been asking me nothing lately. You've been just having me do routines. Yeah. I want to go back to these damn questions. I got a question. I do have All right, here we go. Let me ask this, Ox, you know, because you're 65 years here, man. Yeah, 65 so, trips around the sun, baby. Yeah, man, and I, I've been thinking about something, and I thought about something you told me about perfect timing. You, perfect. Said, that, you said there ain't no perfect time to do there what you want There is none, brother. And I'm thinking that, about something. It, 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 it stops people, man. It stops people from progressing. When you keep waiting on the perfect time, you, you just, you, you, you're slowing it, man. And you're creating a situation for yourself that doesn't have to exist. There is no perfect time to start. The time to start is now, today, immediately. You will never get your ducks lined up all in a row. It just won't happen, man. You got to go now. Because every time you start something, remember, there's going to be opposition. Let me tell you what I've learned. I've learned a lot about fear. I've learned a lot about faith. I've learned a lot about worry. But fear and worry 
are two very paralyzing things that people go through. Here's what I've learned about fear. Fear don't stop death. Fear stops life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Death is inevitable. It's not of God. Fear is not of God. <laughs> oh, man, don't go over here. That might happen to you. Man, be careful over there. You might not get right there. No, no. Fear don't stop death. Fear mm-hmm. stops life. And let me tell you something about worrying, man. Worrying does not take away tomorrow's troubles. Worrying takes away today's peace. Mm. Mm. I like that. You can worry all you want. Yes, sir. Worry does not take away tomorrow's troubles. There's nothing you can do about tomorrow. But what worry does do, it takes away today's peace. Junior, if you can understand that, God help us all. Fear and worry are the two great detractors because fear don't stop death. It stops living. And worry don't take away tomorrow's troubles. Worry takes away today's peace. Quit worrying about stuff you ain't got no control over. Go and live your life in peace. All right, all right. I like that. All right, coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, the nephew is in the building to run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time to start your morning off with the nephew and run that prank back. Nephew, what do you have for us this morning? We headed to Mr. Wiggins' house because we got a situation right there in the front yard. Mr. Wiggins' house, all right? Ladies and gentlemen, buckle up. This is Mr. Wiggins. Cat dog, if you would. Hello? Hello, hi. My name is George I'm with Green Lawn Services. Uh, we came out and cut your yard yesterday, and uh, we're trying to make sure that uh, you liked everything thoroughly. The, we cut the front, the back. We also did your hedges, put some mulch in the flower beds, the weed eating in the whole nine yards. And we also left an invoice on your doorstep. Want to make sure you got that as well. Sir, yeah, we cut it as of yesterday. You were actually on our schedule, and um, we did everything thoroughly. We, I'm actually just calling as a follow-up. How the hell I get on your schedule, Doc? Sir, are you Mr. Malone at 50 Zimmerman? Hell no, man. I'm Wiggins from 50 man. You cut the wrong house. That's next door, man. I guess you need to put your invoice on they though, partner. Sir, sir, you, you're not Mr. Malone at 50 Zimmerman? Say, man, I just told you I'm 53 and I'm Mr. Wiggins. You done cut the wrong door. Y'all need to go to Mr. Malone's house and get your money because you ain't cut the You got the wrong house. No, sir. No, y'all coming over here trying to collect no money. Well, sir, hold on just a second here. You're saying we didn't... You done cut the wrong yard. Sir, I... ain't on no schedule. I ain't tell you come over here and cut and you go over there and talk to Malone, get your money. You can't ain't Sir, there's no way we can charge Mr. Malone if we haven't cut his yard. Now let's let's just back. you need to take your over there and cut Mr. Malone's yard and put that memoirs in his yard. You ain't cut shit here, partner. And, and, and sir, I understand thing at this now. Sir, y'all listen. didn't up and cut the wrong yard, you go cut the right yard and get the right that envelope. You, you ain't got here. You ain't getting thing at this house. Okay, sir. I, I say this now. I, I didn't call no body to come cut over here. You go to that house and cut his right and get him the invoice. You ain't get here, partner. 
I understand that, sir. Listen, what I want to say is uh, uh, we'll, we'll go over and we'll take care of Mr. Malone's yard. I understand that we've made a mistake. But I understood, I understood you say that you did like the services. So wouldn't it be even right for you to actually go ahead and send the invoice in along with the check since you did like the services? Well, evidently it seemed like your is retarded because didn't I just tell you you cut the wrong yard, I, you go over there and cut the right yard and get your money. You ain't got nothing but practice here. You done a good job. I understand that we cut the wrong yard, sir. I understand that. But you got the services and you like the services. I don't want to have to come out there and get the money from you. Well, come on if you're coming, Come on, if you're coming. I got something for you. Come on over here and get your money. But you said you like... I wouldn't give a if I said the moon was green. You cut the wrong yard, you go get your money from the right. You ain't getting here. Sir, on, you... I got something for you. You come on I... over here. You see what you get. Sir, I... Y'all done cut the wrong yard. You trying to get my money. You ain't getting here. Now, you, you, you go get your from the right. You either right next door, go cut that... And leave that paper over there. I'm coming over there. You want me to start some? I start some. Ain't finna come around here and do no and be charging me no money now. Yeah, I got more heat than hell. Get money if you, you want to come get it. I, you got your yard cut and we deserve to get our money back. Now you that's just to get to what you come around here trying to get some money. Now I told you, you don't cut the wrong yard. Now you and I'm gonna tell you, don't make me whoop your behind this yard. You come on then. You come bring me. I will whoop your behind in the front yard that just got cut. You bring your mama and your pap and you come try to get this money. I'll put some on you. Don't you? I tell, I got one more thing to tell you. Is you listening? Is, I don't want to hear sh- now. You come stand up some. Sh- now I'm, you cut the wrong. Yo, I've got you, one more thing to tell you. Is you listening, Mr. Wiggins? I'm listening. Look, this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked. <laughs> Hello? What? <laughs> I know good and well. You I got- sit there listening to this every morning. Y'all the got my... Look at him. Your boy Gary just pranked you, man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Hey. We laughing now, but I'm going to whoop Gary. <laughs> Let me ask you something, though, man. What is the baddest radio show in the land? Man, it's the Steve Harvey morning show. <laughs> <laughs> How was that right there? You did that, Thomas to Wiggins, huh? Oh, oh, oh. oh. He back. Yeah. What? Well, I, I didn't want to say nothing. I, no, don't say nothing, Carla, because he... Okay. What is it? He ain't going to yeah. understand. Y'all ain't like the break? No, no who, who was the guy? Um, Mr. Wiggins? Ooh. See? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tommy, I don't know if you noticed this, but <laughs> when you introduced it, you actually said Mr. Wiggins. He said it properly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You didn't mess it up. Uh, I see that's working. It's no, working. you know what it is. Think about it. You know what it is, yeah. Tommy? I think you were reading it. When not, you I've read, been do, but I've been on, you read properly. When you talk. Well, I've been doing this thing on, online. That they, got, they got a thing that they got me going through. 
Whether the weather be cold or whether the weather be hot. Whatever the weather, we in this together. Whether we like it or not. You tearing that Zoom up. Epic fail. All right. (laughs) Thank you, nephew. Coming up as the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey. Ready for your love questions right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, Kourtney Kardashian's husband, Travis Barker, is in the hospital. Also in other entertainment news, Wendy Williams shared up close uh, her extremely swollen feet. Now, her feet are swollen due to lymphedema. uh, And uh, Wendy announced that she's ready to move on to her podcast. And in trending headline news, former White House aide drops a bombshell testimony about the January 6th insurrection. Uh, we'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour. But right now, it is time to ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey, in the building and ready. This one's from Sky in Tulsa. Sky says, I took my son to a water park last weekend and my ex-husband was there with his new girlfriend and her son. It was painful for me to watch him being so affectionate to her and care for her son like he cares for our son. I don't love him, but it still hurts. Is this normal? A normal reaction? Will this feeling ever go away? That's pain. Yeah, yeah, it's pain. It's going to last for a while. It's okay. Uh, plus, you know, girl probably fine. You know what I'm saying? That got on your nerves right there. And then, see, you looking at it as he replaced you with her. You're not looking at the blessing at all. You're missing the blessing that you don't have him anymore. You got to remember, y'all got divorced for a reason. You got to remember the reason. And he wasn't your soulmate. You were married to a person that wasn't your soulmate. Now, how you heard about that? He wasn't. If he was your soulmate, y'all be together. So understand the blessing of it. You were not married to your soulmate. Now there's an opportunity for you to meet your soulmate. And you were upset with him because he was loving on the child the way he loves on your son. Okay, that's a good man. He's supposed to do that. Just take the blessing you got that you got unmarried to a person who was not your soulmate and quit looking at that girl in that bikini she had on at the water park. <laughs> popping. <laughs> well, she fine. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Next How was that helping? <laughs> I know. Well, I didn't try to help. Who Just move on. She's not fine. <laughs> you know, she got the thing. You got to face fine sometimes. You got to face yeah. it. Face it. <laughs> She's fine, too. All right, here we go. Right. Uh, Brisha in Miami says, I've been married for a year, and recently my husband changed our cell phone numbers without asking me. I've had the same number for 11 years, so I got my number back. He's upset about it and wants us to start fresh. Why is he doing this? He wants y'all to start fresh. Now, Brisha, let me ask you a question. Is he tired of your phone ringing with people he don't know? Because <laughs> yep. I don't know no man that changes his wife's number. Yeah. And his. Uh-huh. Now, here's the slick part that men will do. I got to change this number because some stuff in my past keep ringing. But before I draw attention to why I changed my number, I'm going to change our number. Right, boy. That could be it. That's it. Or or does somebody accidentally get the wife's number? Mm, Now we're going to just change everything. 
Look at Steve. Look at what? Steve. <laughs> I don't get that one. That's shocking, ain't it? <laughs> All right, I'm we're moving break on. The next four phones coming. <laughs> <laughs> Just change yours. Don't change mine. Uh, all right, here we go. Yolanda in Southfield says, I'm dating a man that loves to shop for me, and it's always too short, too tight, and revealing. I am 37, so I feel like I'm dressing too young, especially since I'm not a size six like I used to be. Should I follow his lead and embrace my curvy body? Well, do it in private. He got you out there. <laughs> do it in private, but in public, I, if you're not comfortable, you can't wear this stuff. Right. You got to embrace your curvy body because your curvy body done embraced you. Yeah. So where we at now? Let's just talk about how far off in six we is. Why? <laughs> See, that's probably where we got now. If you are eight or twelve, we we good. We good. Now sixteen. You got to start, you know, thinking about how you walk out the door with this short mess on. And a lot of people, I just don't think, you're 37, if you're uncomfortable with it, lady, you shouldn't be having it at all. I Not think you can all. satisfy him and give it to him in private, but I think publicly you don't have to do that. Now, I've seen a size 16 that was just, whoo, Lord, have mercy, this girl with everything in a bag of chips. But I knew I wasn't man enough for her. I knew that. Well, I used to love that boy. Well, so I didn't say nothing to her because I already knew I couldn't handle it. I don't like getting tossed. You know what I mean? Like, I like to be more in control. Anyway. I don't like nobody tossing me around, slanging me around the bedroom. You ain't finna do yeah, that. You don't like throw, throw me all up on the dresser when you get ready. You know, now you got, How you feel you know, when some ladies wear they, wear they stomachs out? How you feel about that? I'm cool with that. Just your stomach wear it out, huh? you know. Body positivity, people. Yeah, what what is going on? What's wrong with this? No, I like I like stomachs. Even I like even you know I don't mind if your stomach look like my stomach and it's out. You know, as long as you sexy, you know what I mean. I don't mind that. I ain't got no problem with that. As long as it's sexy, you know. I'm seeing stomachs look like I seen some women with some not flat stomachs, sexy as hell. I ain't got no problem with a woman ain't got no flat stomach because hell, I ain't got one. So you know. One thing about me I learned, don't ask a woman to do something you ain't going to do. You ain't got no six-pack, you can quit looking for six-pack. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. you know let's, get, let's put these kegs on and go on out here. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I like We don't have a six-pack, both of us got a keg. Let's get dressed and right. go on out here and hold each other's hand. And live our best life. And act like your ass is happy with me because I'm acting like I'm happy with you. Yeah, life is short. Life is short. You can't get a six-pack no way because you ain't got no six-pack. Right, right, right. I get a six-pack because I got six-pack money. Six-pack money gets you whatever you want. But she don't want you for yours, though. She wants Mm. you for your money. Get somebody age-appropriate. I ain't ain't leaving my wife. I already know that. We going to the tape. I got Uh, the baddest chick I can get. That's it. Okay, all right. All right. She don't right. have a six-pack. It's flatter than mine, though. <laughs> so that ding, 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 six-pack, that's what I look We're at. We're moving on. All right. <laughs> to Kiana in Hampton. Uh, Kiana says, I'm a 40-year-old married woman, and I've been having an affair for a few months with a younger man. Uh, when we have sex, it isn't at his house, and I require nicer surroundings when I get naked. Do I splurge for a room or keep going to his raggedy apartment. Should I buy him a nice comforter and sheet set? That's the last one, Steve. Well, see, you just having an affair. You just, that's not an affair you're having. You're getting done. 
Mm. And when you're getting done, you get done however we want to do you. Now, you're not getting a nice comforter, no nice sheets. You're going to sleep on this that I sleep on because he's just doing you. He already know you married. You ain't finna be his. He ain't going to make you his. you just getting done. Now, should you buy a nice comforter and sheets? You're going to have to because he ain't spending a quarter on your ass. <laughs> do you hear that long? That? <laughs> just go back to your man, to your husband. All right. Thank you, CLO. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some national and entertainment news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, so Wendy Williams is moving on from TV and developing a, po- a podcast now. Wendy, who left her daily talk show last year after falling ill, told TMZ, when you're famous, podcasts will make more money for you. Uh, so she's saying she'll get more money from her podcast than she did from the TV show. Uh, she adds that she's 100% what? retired. Yeah, that's what she's saying. She said because she's famous, she's going to get more money from her podcast. Yes. So she's Mm-hmm. She's adding that uh, she's 100% retired from her TV gig and that was it was an amicable split. Uh, Wendy also revealed that she's been suffering from lymphedema and she showed her foot on video and said she can only feel maybe 5% of her feet, but she insists she's not letting that hold her back. So that's a good thing. Keep it well, moving. You know, Wendy, right glad it you're feeling you better. famous. Mm-hmm. And cause you famous, you can make more money on podcasts and TV. You don't think I'd have a podcast? <laughs> well, you do. You'd already be over there. We do have yeah. a podcast, the best uh-huh, of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's yes. a podcast every day. I can assure yes. you, that ain't paying that much. <laughs> well, this is not about oh, you. Oh, oh, hell okay. no! Oh no! Hell no! It's about Wendy. Hell no! No, this no, is no, what no, Wendy no. said. No, this about yes. the statement. <laughs> Listen to me. Let me stop all y'all before y'all get over here stuck on stupid. Listen to me. Cause you famous and you start a podcast, you can make more money than you do on a TV show. 
She wants just, to make that Just clear. look up podcasts and you will see how many financially successful podcasts there are. Just look it up. It's, you can Google it. There's only one Wendy Williams, though. And, and no. we're going to move on. No, I'm glad you're just, feeling I'm better, just Wendy. I'm talking to everybody oh, just thinking they're going to get a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> everybody get a podcast. <laughs> Make <laughs> more money than you do on TV. Listen but, to me. Like I said, there's yeah. only one Wendy. All right. Shirley, Shirley, <laughs> don't you stop me from teaching people. <laughs> Look, I got more <laughs> stuff to talk about. <laughs> No, we're, but we okay. Well, we're hey, talking we, so about we forgot about the lymphedema. We not doing the lymphedema no more. I don't. Even, I don't know what that is. I pray for her health and everything. Hope she yes. gets well. Yes, That's, I'm always with that for anybody. Really. I don't wish bad health on nobody. I wish nobody. Her That's right. I'm glad she's feeling better and and coming back. All right, we're we're sending our prayers. Um, also up for. Um, Shaka Zulu. Shaka Zulu is an industry executive and longtime manager of rapper and actor Ludacris. Shaka was wounded in a triple shooting in Atlanta on Monday morning, which left one man dead, another man injured. This is according to police. The shooting was uh, sparked by a verbal dispute in a parking lot shared by several local businesses. We're praying for Shaka. Shaka's family saying that uh, they're thanking the people for their prayers. He is in stable condition now and recovering. So that is great. Yeah, yeah, there we go, Shaka. Let's go. Yes, I mean, well, I'm telling you, this is a good brother, man. Yes, he this is. Yeah, is really yes, good. Yes, brother, yeah. yeah. Also, sending out prayers of healing to Blink 182 drummer Travis Barker, who was hospitalized and arrived by ambulance with his new wife, Courtney Kardashian. Uh, they've only been married a couple of months. Courtney uh, was by his side. Barker tweeted, "God save me." And a 16-year-old daughter, Alabama, yeah. asked for prayers as well. So we're yeah. praying for him as well. All right, finally in trending headline news, former White House aide Cassidy Hutchinson testified about a dramatic series of events related to the January 6th attack on the Capitol. Among them, uh, President Trump tried to grab the wheel of his limo and lunged at a Secret Service agent in an attempt to go to the Capitol following his speech that day. Remember on January 6th what what happened before the insurrection? Yeah. <laughs> they should have drove his ignorant ass off. <laughs> he wanted to go. He wanted to go. I know. Yeah. They should have taken him down there. Now, what Secret Service in their right mind going to drive the client? Mm-hmm. What president at the time in their right mind grabs the wheel of his car from, from to try to turn seat. around? And if you don't sit your ass back down, yeah. back there. Yes. Stupid oh, ass finna go to the ride with your dumb ass. Can't right. take you to no ride, man. Yeah. We here to yeah. serve and protect. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, other testimony included. I'd have been the in the car. Open the door. Let him out. <laughs> you let him go. Right here. Passion door is open, Mr. President. Okay. Other testimony including uh, included the revelation that Trump staffers were well aware of a threat of violence on the Jan- on January 6th in the days before the attack. Hutchinson also said that Trump was aware that his supporters were armed with knives and guns and on their flags they had spears at the end of them. But Trump um, asked that the metal detectors be removed so it would not affect the crowd size of the event. And he said that the that the rioters wouldn't bother him. Um, and finally, 
After then-Attorney General William Barr said in an interview that the Justice Department found no believable evidence of massive voter fraud, Trump threw a fit, I mean, just Listen a temper tantrum, a hissy fit, and uh, threw his Listen. lunch against the wall. What is What has happened to the Republican Party? It's like really kind of shocking because Get up, Donald Trump has taken the Republican Party and turned it into something else. At least, at least they had the courtesy to mask what they were doing. Donald Trump has removed the mask. And the fact that this Republican Party can find no fault in anything he does, no matter what he does, you all can stop calling yourself the moral party of this country because this is the most immoral politics that we've had in a long time. We've always had it, but at least she had the decency to mask it. Man, yeah. congratulations Obama had to done that. Yeah. Coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, with the July 4th holiday just days away, there are bound to be a bunch of people hosting cookouts and barbecues, of course, which can get a bit costly these days. Rising prices of barbecue meats uh, means you can expect your 4th of July celebration to cost (laughs) nearly 7% more this year. According to the balances analysis of the latest inflation, uh, chicken wings had the largest price hike among barbecue essentials on the list. (laughs) Wings cost an average of $4 per pound now, and that's a price increase of almost 54%, which makes them one and a half times more expensive compared to last year. All right, so we got chicken wings gone up. Hamburger meat is around $4.03 a pound. That's up 10% from last year. Steak, a lot of people be putting steaks on the grill. They're about mm-hmm. uh, $9.06 per pound. That's up 12% from last year. Mm. Here we go, Steve. Ribs, ribs were the only meat on the list that saw price decrease yeah. to $2.90 per pound. Yeah. They're down 2% compared to last year. Yeah, I told you. So get all the ribs you want. Once you put them ribs on open charcoal, please, folks, stop calling it pork because it's not. What it is changes it? What is it? Charcoal changes all properties of pork, and it becomes a new meat. It's called barbecue. <laughs> yeah. I, I second that. Yeah. yeah, I second that. It's I barbecue. Watched you, I watched you do it. I watched you take it. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, man, because if I eat pork, I get sick. Yeah. But if you oh, eat ribs, you're okay. That's me. Nothing happened. <laughs> uh, you know, I eat pork, I get sick. I eat ribs, I smile. Uh-huh. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> wings, $4 love. a pound? Huh? What's $4? Do- yeah. You said yeah. wings were $4 a pound? Yeah. Yeah, Around yeah. how many wings is in yeah. a pound? Anybody know? Uh, Ten. Tommy, you know, you cheat. Twelve. I give it by eight. Eight, yeah. eight to oh, ten. Huh? Depends on Six the size. Eight, man. We That's four dollars. Damn, how stop still open? Which how much what though? How the hell is Wingstop still open? How much they charge for? How much wings cost at Wingstop? Like if you go and buy or order wings. Come on, Monica. Come on. Come out for the South, no. Talk, Monica. Fourteen dollars for six piece fries or eight piece and fries. 
That's expensive for some chicken. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah for fried. six wings. <clears throat> it's either wings or gas, dog. Which one you one want? One of the two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gasoline or wings. <laughs> or ribs are your best bet if you're gonna eat meat. Well, I your thought everybody go. Everybody ain't gonna eat at my house on Monday. Somebody gonna be left out. <laughs> You're, but you're having a party. Come eat before you come. Eat before you come, Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, we're going to check Steve's voicemail at 877-29-STEVE right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now to check Steve's voicemail. If you want to leave a message for Steve, call 877-29-STEVE, 877-29-STEVE. Are you ready, Steve? Let's go. All right, this is a caller named Tony. He's a truck driver. Hey, Uncle Steve. This is uh, Tony, uh, around the country truck driver. Give it up for the truck drivers. I've just heard one of your messages that um, that you gave a caller that was speaking about Herschel Walker. And you are 102,000% right. And the thing about it is that when we speak up on what we believe, everybody else wants to shoot us down. Keep doing what you're doing, Uncle Steve. Love you, morning crew. Keep it up. Peace. Tony the truck driver, I want to know what I said about Herschel Walker because I got a couple texts, too about yeah. that saying, man, thank you for your message on Herschel Walker. I don't even realize what Remember I the guy called in and said black conservatives are the smartest people in the country, in the country. and all of that? That was Jesus. that. Kind of the best yeah, he thing going. From Chicago. Yeah. Stop talking about Herschel Walker. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't, like, he didn't like the fact that we talked about Herschel Walker. Oh, I, don't, I don't care what he thought. <laughs> well, here, here's another comment about Herschel Walker. Um, um, this is Miss Edna from Mississippi. Mr. Harvey, my name is Edna. I'm 72 years old, and I live on the Golden Coast, Mississippi. And I just want to let you know, Herschel Walker, in my day, we called him an Uncle Tom. And that means that they skin and grin in the white man's face and look like somebody when they turn their black brother in. We got a lot of them today. I thought I thought for sure we would never be back in this place, but here we are again. And people say votes don't count, but look how they counted the last time you got out there and vote. We need to just continue to vote, Mr. Harvey. I know this may never get on there, but I feel good just telling you about Mr. Hershey Walker, Uncle Tom number one. Have a good one. Bye-bye. You know, man. <laughs> you know, let me tell you something, man. Y'all, y'all don't know. She's 72 years old. She's seen some things I haven't seen. She done had more trips around the sun. People get mad at people when they have opinions like that. But you have to understand where she coming from. She in Mississippi, too. She done seen it. She has seen it, man. As good of people come out of that state, it's just as many bad ones that come out of that too now. Because that Mississippi was famous for what they was back there doing. And she lived there. Now, I want to I wanna hear what I said about Herschel Walker because obviously I was going off the top of my head because it wasn't nothing I wrote down anywhere. So I want to hear that. Uh, on somebody okay. send we'll a copy it. to me, Dave, or something like that. Just send me an air check. Let me find it. But thank okay. you, Miss Edna. Any more, <laughs> Shirley? Right. And la- yeah, last caller. Um, 
This, this caller says they feel included while listening to our show. Hey, Steve Harvey. This is DJ Benny James. I'm a white man, and I've got to tell you, I listen to your show all the time. And what I love about it is I feel welcome to be part of the experience. There's been other shows, other radio stations I listen to. And as a white man who loves soul music, I just didn't feel welcome. But your show is inclusive of everybody, and I feel part of the family. And I just want you to know that I appreciate it. I'm sure many, many others feel the same way. So much love to you and the crew. And uh, yeah, peace out, man. Thank you for everything you do. Bye. Good. Hey, you. you know, I want to say something to that, In- including the other parts of my career, but especially on radio. I've always told everybody in Hollywood I'm a crossover act. And the way I cross over is I build a bridge and I invite everybody over to see what I do and what we do. I don't build a bridge and then go over there. I don't do that. I stay home. I stay true to who I am and what I do. But I build a bridge where everybody can come over here and see what I do and what we do. And that's been the success of this radio show and my career. And appreciate you uh, for recognizing that, brother. And all are welcome on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, well said. Coming up next, it is the nephew and the prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today, and the subject is caught on film. Caught on mm. film. We'll get into that, find out what that's all about in just a little doing bit. It. I yeah. quit doing right it. Right away. Mm-hmm. You quit filming. Deny. Deny. Oh, I quit that filming. Mm-hmm. And you're an actor. I can't believe yes. that. Mm-hmm. Don't get all of it. You don't need everything. <laughs> right now, it's time for the nephew and today's prank phone call. What you got for his nephew? And this right here, you know, chicken, you know, it's 4th of July weekend. It's time for chicken, you know. It's time for yeah. chicken to me no yeah. matter what. I'm a, I'm a chicken man. Uh, this right here is too much mm-hmm. chicken. Too really? much Is there such chicken. a thing? Okay. Mm-hmm. If there is such a thing, too much chicken. All right, I want everybody to uh, turn your radio up loud and listen to too much chicken. Cat dog, if you would. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Jason, please. This is Jason. Hi, Jason. My name is Remy. I'm calling with uh, BPE TMC. How's your day going? I'm doing fine, but with a BT, whatever that is. BPE TMC, uh, it's an organization. We've been around for the last five years, and we're trying to help different things in the black community. And I wanted to reach out and give you a call and see if you would be on board or help signing a petition that we're going to have uh, going around with BPE TMC, if you don't mind. Okay, what is it about? Well, BPE TMC, uh, uh, Jason, is uh, black people eat too much chicken. And what we're trying to do is cut back hey, the, the shortage of chicken. Black people eat too much chicken. Who the hell is this? I'm, my, uh, my, name, my name is Remy, sir. Okay, what you mean by black people eat too much chicken? We've done a, uh, a, a test study, and we realized, sir, that black people are the ones that are eating too much chicken. And what we want to do is try to cut back because right now there's a shortage the Chinese and ask them, they eat all kinds of chicken. Chicken food, young, all this shit. Chicken and white TV, chicken calligate, all this shit. Chicken, chicken stir fried rice with chicken and all this shit. You want to come to me talking about a black person? Eat too much damn chicken? Did you ask the white people? I bet you ain't didn't know with no white folks. I bet you don't go to them. Y'all out of them. 
Uh, well, sir, we're going to get to that. We're starting in the black community. You, black people are the ones that seem to buy the most chicken. Man, no chicken. Guess what? I don't eat chicken. And if I did eat some chicken, I'd be cursing. Man, who the are you? Big or something? You, you. Hey, who, how in the y'all got my number in it? Where you get it from? Actually, we're getting numbers from the supermarket, uh, and we're getting a listing of people hey, who buy the most. Supermarket, you get my number in no supermarket sir right, the, the main thing we're trying to get you to do is cut back on eating chicken now what Man, we want I you to do i don't eat no chicken and you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna go and eat some chicken and don't call me with no about eating too much chicken I don't even call my phone do you got that hello hello i'm i'm, I'm trying to reach uh callaway is this callaway yeah yeah it's callaway who's this uh, how you doing? My name is Remy. I'm with BPE TMC, and uh, who who who? My name is Remy, sir. I'm with BPE TMC. What we're doing is we have a petition we're trying to get signed throughout the black community uh, the, of some things that we're trying to actually help out in the black community. Uh huh. So BPE TMC is actually an organization, and we're trying to actually uh, save some things in the black community. Oh, what's what's B? What is that? What's that stand for? What the hell is that? BP, what is that for? Uh, BPE TMC is is uh, black people eat too much chicken, and what man. we're trying to do is get. Man, you gotta be kidding me, man! Who is this, man? This is this is Remy, sir. We're trying to get you all to actually sign a petition. What's going on? Is black people are buying too much chicken? Ah, uh, you gotta be kidding me with this, man! Is this a white man? Who, who is this, man? Uh, I am Caucasian, sir. Yes. Man, why are you calling me with this? Well, what we're really? trying to do is. We're trying to get. How did you get my number? First of all, uh, actually, we get it. We're getting numbers from supermarkets that are letting us know. Man, the, you got uh, the people that. Let's get the off my phone with this man. Talk about some beef chicken, man. You, man, you gonna make me get out and smack one of y'all? What's wrong with you? Okay, sir. What we're trying to do is get you guys to cut back on buying chicken. Man, who's you guys? What the you talking about? You guys? Well, the black really? community is the black community. Not, sir, hey, man, head. you better go on with that. We ain't got time for that. Man, don't be calling my phone with that. Man. Hello. Hello, I'm trying to reach Valerie. Uh, uh, Val. This is she. How can I help you? Hi, my name is Remy. I'm with uh, BPE TMC. How you doing? I'm doing fine. And you? I'm very well, ma'am. Listen, what we're trying to do is, uh, if I take a little bit of your time, we're trying to actually get a um, survey signed by people in the black community. We're actually trying to help out in the black community. The organization is BPE TMC, and what this is is black what is people. That? Eat, what, what is that? Uh, that's that's black people eat too much chicken. So what we're doing is we're trying to get black uh, do what? Black, say, black say that one more time for me. Black people eat too much chicken. You see, there's been a shortage in chicken. So what we're trying to do is get black there's people to been cut a back. Shortage in chicken, and you want to do a survey? Well, we want what we want you guys to do is sign a petition that you're not going to eat any more chicken this year. That doesn't even make sense. We just don't eat chicken. You know, we eat beef, we eat steak, we eat fish. I don't see you trying to pull that off the market. Now, why would uh, you want to tell us not to um, to eat chicken and we eat other stuff too? Where are you okay, getting your deep findings from? Because this doesn't the, make the, any the, sense. The test study, ma'am, was over chicken, and it just seems like that. Well, that uh, test study? Who did this test study? Well, we did, man. We're BPE TMC, and what, what we're, after doing the test study, we did realize that the the, the black people are the ones well, that are eating. What's the test only just directed to black people? 
I mean, did you use white people? Because white people eat chicken too. Did you talk about his own diets and stuff? Okay, ma'am. Well, that, did that, you that, use that, Asians? Uh, what about the Hispanics? Did you use them? Okay, ma'am, listen. What the, the, the bottom line is, our first study is black people. And what we're trying to do is get you guys to cut back on eating. No, your study should be everybody. This is some Where'd you get my number from? Man, we got you, we got numbers from the supermarkets of uh, people that you buy You didn't get my food. number from no supermarket because I didn't get my number to no supermarket. This just don't make any damn sense. You calling me, interrupting me about some like this. This is this. Well, this is Bottom line, ma'am, you're not cooking you don't tell me, you're me, telling me what the hell I can't eat. You know, life and mine, you got life and twisted, sir. Yes, you do. Life twisted. Calling somebody, telling them that black people eat too much chicken, you and your partition. Would you like to hear what the survey is actually saying? No, I don't want to hear what the survey is actually saying, because what you're saying is about a whole bunch of but the survey is saying that this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> Valerie, this is nephew Tommy, baby, from the Steve Harvey oh Morning Show. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. Oh, Tommy, I love some chicken. <laughs> That's all it is. Chicken. Let's put a little chicken on it this weekend. Just you know, this this to brighten you up to get your little chicken going as you throw it on the grill for Fourth of July weekend. You know, I want you mm-hmm. to put some speck on that chicken when you put it on the grill. All right, put some speck on that chicken. You know, it'll be mm. good for you. Everybody good with hungry. it? All right, yeah, so. all right. I'm hungry. Grill it up. Grill it up. Grill it up. Well, not this all year. Right. We're not. We're not grilling this year. We gotta cut back on something. We gotta cut back on something else. We grilling the chicken. Okay. You gonna buy the chicken wings, Junior. Quit cooking. You gonna get the chicken. Right. Hook up or no hook up. You get How the many chicken. chicken wings do you normally order, Junior, when you get ready to cook them? I'll get a pack by ten. Ten? Huh? I need yeah. three packs. I need about 30 wines. It's just me. I live here by myself. You ain't going to eat tomorrow? Damn. What are you talking about, boy? Yeah, we, we cooked Damn, for two days. All right. Uh, ate a leftover. <laughs> Thank you, nephew. Coming up next, Strawberry Letters, subject caught on film. We'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7. U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. And uh, you never know. Send those letters in because we could be reading yours. Could be yours. Mm-hmm. It could be. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, a strawberry letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject caught on film. Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been married for over half my life, and my husband checked out of the marriage five years ago. He started sleeping on the couch and then eventually moved into the guest room. I'm okay with not having sex because it wasn't ever that good anyway. I went through periods of being bitter but didn't do anything drastic because of our children. He told his family that I was verbally abusive to him, and his mother only tolerated me so she could see our children. We had a brunch over the Christmas holidays to celebrate my husband's grandmother's birthday. My husband's grandmother gave a speech and looked directly at me when she said that a wife shouldn't be headstrong and should stay in her place with a man. That's when I knew that I had to set the record straight and let his sorry family know that he's always been the problem. He's always been the problem. I couldn't figure uh, I couldn't figure out if he was having women in my house or not, so I hid two cameras to try to catch him. It wasn't until recently that I got exactly what I was looking for. I went out to a convention in Dallas and took the kids. My husband entertained a woman for two nights in my home. The second night, they had sex on the couch in the den and it was caught on camera. I held on to it until his 50th birthday party. His sister did a video montage of my husband's accomplishments and gave it to me for the party. I was able to add the three minutes of my husband's sex tape to the end of the video. During the party, I had my children leave the room and I played the video. Everyone was shocked and speechless. I feel vindicated and I have filed for divorce. His family really hates how I exposed him. Was I wrong for showing the video uh, to his family at his party? (laughs) Um, Look, it it doesn't matter at this point. It doesn't matter what you do or, or, you know, if you were wrong or not at this point. The verdict is in. They hate you no matter what. They're suffering from what's called misplaced anger, and it's quite obvious they never liked you. They even poisoned your grandmother's mind, and uh, she let you know just how she felt about you in her speech. Uh, You know, talking about a woman uh, shouldn't be headstrong and should stay in her place with a man and all that. Um, Your husband was caught on film having sex in your home. They all saw it. They chose to take his side and blame you. If I were you, I I wouldn't care what his judgmental family thought of me. Uh, They're believing what they want to believe at this point, and the truth is what they saw on film. They don't care. The best thing you could have done after all this was file for divorce from this man who lives in your home. He hasn't been your husband for years, you said, at least five years. Uh, And I'm surprised you tolerated it for as long as you did, but you said it was for the kids. But kids or not, it's time to let this thing go now because there's nowhere else to go but your separate ways after something like this. Steve? You know, I have a unique way of looking at these letters. And uh, I read very carefully what people are saying because I like timelines. 
You know, I like to figure out where people are in their life when they write these letters. So I have picked mm-hmm. up a couple of clues. Uh, I've been married for over half of my life. My ex-husband checked out the marriage five years ago. He started sleeping on the couch and then eventually moved to the guest room. So if you've been married over half your life, and later on in the letter, you wait to expose your husband at his 50th birthday party. I'm assuming you were married in your 20s and y'all 50. Let's just say y'all got married at 25 and y'all 50 now. That's how you've been married over half your life. That's what I'm going to assume with the timeline. Five years ago, he checked out and moved into the guest room. I'm okay with not having sex because it wasn't ever that good anyway. Now, you say you weren't upset about not having sex, but then you said I went through periods of being bitter, but I didn't do anything drastic because of our children. Well, if you ain't care nothing about having the sex, what you, what you mad for now? See, little conflict here. Conflict. You were upset because he checked out the marriage, and you should have done something about it in spite of the children. He told his family I was verbally verbally abusive to him. Now, he told one side of the story, but you were verbally abusive to him, and you know you were because you said you got bitter. You can't cause a woman to get bitter, and then she let you live in that house in peace. That's not fitting to happen. Ain't no women are not built that way. You can't make a woman bitter and then she don't bring up bitterness. No, it just don't happen. That don't make her wrong. You made her bitter by checking out the marriage and she became verbally abusive. He told that part. He didn't tell his family he had checked out though. And his mother only tolerated me so she could see our children. We had a brunch over Christmas holidays to celebrate my husband's grandmama's birthday. My husband, grandmama, gave a speech and looked directly at me when she said a wife shouldn't be headstrong and should stay in her place with a man. Listen to this line. The grandmama stood up at the party and said a wife shouldn't be headstrong and should stay in her place with a man. Can your grandmama speak at Marjorie's birthday party next year? (laughs) This is not about you. Can your grandmama speak at Marjorie's birthday party next year? So she quit being headstrong. (laughs) We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject caught on film. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject is caught on film. Well, this woman been married over half her life, so I'm assuming she's 50 been married because her husband's 50th birthday is coming up in the letter. I'm assuming they got married in their 20s, so here we go. Uh, he checked out the marriage five years ago, started sleeping on the couch, moved into the guest room. She's okay. She's okay with not having sex because it wasn't that good anyway. Well, then right after that, she said she went through periods of being bitter, but didn't do anything drastic because of the kids. So that means you wasn't okay with him checking out the marriage, and I understood. He told his family that I was verbally abusive to him, which is true because you were bitter. And you have every right to be verbally abusive because he's abusive to you. What man checks out the marriage and stay in the house? That's abuse right there. You did verbally abuse him, but he did not tell his family what he did to you. He told one side of the story. That's why people always tell, right? So I'm so far I'm on your side, sister. 
His mother only tolerated me so she could see the children. We had a brunch over the Christmas holidays because of grandmama's, uh, for her grandmama's birthday party. My husband grandmama gave a speech and looked directly at me when she said that a wife should, shouldn't be headstrong and should stay in her place with a man. The only thing I got of this was, can your grandmama speak at Marjorie's birthday party next year? Would you stop saying that? She can come and talk to my headstrong ass wife and try to talk some old school ass sense into her because she on this new thing. Okay, so she not coming. That's when I knew I had to set the record straight and I had to let his side family know that he always been a problem. So I couldn't figure out if he was having women in my house or not, so I hid two cameras to try to catch him. You do know he's been having sex. Ain't no man checked out for five years and ain't had sex because you don't think it's good. He finna go get a whole lot of opinions about his sex. Is this good? Nope, she's right. All right Wait next. a minute. What I, is, it, is it good he to you? He finna get a whole lot of opinions about his sex. How you this like good it? good to you? No, I don't like it. Nope, she was right about that. Next. And he just doing numbers now. Somebody finna like this little sorry sex he got. Mm-mm. And um, so she put cameras up to try to catch him. Wasn't too recently that I got exactly what I was looking for. Went out to a convention in Dallas, took the kids with him. And he had a, entertained a woman for two nights in the house. Second night they had sex on the couch, in the den, and you caught it on camera. My Lord. Well, you held on to this and to his 50th birthday party. How you did that, I will never know. Because I'm telling you right now, everybody I know walking in with that damn tape, the night she get it. I'm getting woke up with cold water. Hey, hey, got something I want you to see. His sister did a video montage of my husband's accomplishments, gave it to me for the party. I be in the low down dirty heifer that I am. <laughs> Whatever. Took the three minutes of my husband's sex tape and put it on at the end of the video. Well, savvy. I will go and agree with you now. That sexy is sorry, because all his uh. sex tapes is three minutes. <laughs> I be damned. Well, you said he had some sorry sex, and now he done... Put it on somebody else. It ain't but three damn minutes. I'd be damned, though. You added the three minutes of the sex tape to the end of the video. During the party, I had my children leave the room, and I played the video. Everybody was shocked and speechless. I guess they are, because they talking about uh, Darnell. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Darnell, did you say Darnell? I was trying to think of his yeah. name. The man oh, it's not name. Herbert this time. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Herbert, having been <laughs> outstanding it, man of the year, member of the Elks Lodge, Herbert has been an also outstanding member down at the local union, 880, where he's been delivering and saving speeches and rights for all the workers in the auto plant. Herbert is also a deacon down at the church. Herbert, Herbert has been oh, wow. a deacon for over 13 years down at the church, came out of money and taking care of kids. Everybody, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Herbert. Fast forward, take the kids. <laughs> oh, Lord, now look at here. Hold on, girl. I'm almost there. Oh, yeah, that's been two minutes. I ain't got but enough minute left. All right. Everybody was shocked. I feel vindicated and have filed for divorce. Now, here's the part, Shirley, that I think you kind of missed on. 
His family really hates how I exposed him. It ain't that they didn't, that they took his side. She, they hate the way you exposed him. You was dead wrong for that. <laughs> for waiting until that man's 50th birthday party, putting it on the end of the yeah. montage tape that his sister took all this time put together. He down at the Elks Lodge. He <laughs> sent us another year. He down at the local union. He done won the basketball tournament. He had sex he all this with that stuff woman. right here. He had, now, your ass, bitter Betty, then set up here and put the three-minute sex tape at the end at his birthday party. Was you wrong for that? You damn right you was wrong. It don't even matter. You shut up, Shirley and Carla. He has sex yes. with that woman in the house, so on the couch, whatever. You didn't have to post on comments the on today's tape. Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram. No. Put that Facebook. on the end of my Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, it's Sports Talk with Junior. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now for Junior and Sports Talk. Junior, what you got? All right, Shirley, let me just remind everybody, Thursday, July 21st, Favorite play cousin birthday. Come on out to Lithonia Life and Time Cigar. I am getting a proclamation on that day. I want the city of ATL to come support you. I, this is great. I've never Did had you a say proclamation. Your birthday, Junior? Yes, my birthday, huh? Oh, shit. You throwing a yeah. party? Yeah, I'm throwing a party for my foundation, man. I'm raising money another way for the foundation on my birthday, man. I want to say thank you to the doctor who told me I wasn't going to live to but 11 years old, and here I am going to be 44. God is so good. Okay, wow. so I can tell you that much right now. Yeah. Amen. That, yes. It means everything to me because I'm going to tell you, he told me at 11, you know how hard I was playing at 10? I was playing hard at 10. <laughs> I thought I was going to be out of here. Kick the ball. I need you to kick it. <laughs> so this year, the mayor of Lasagna said, Junior, we're going to give you a proclamation. It's going to happen, man, Thursday, July 21st at Life and Time Cigar at 5 o'clock that evening. I am so Life and Time Cigar. I ain't never heard of that place. Yeah, uh, you got to come out there, man. You're going to love it, man. Come on out there for the proclamation, huh? You can, you can do You can just introduce me. You can do the introduction. I'll just do nice. That'd be okay. great. Is that, Junior? Bring him Thursday, out. July 21st. It's going to be at night. It's going to be at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Huh? Oh, the that's proclamation. right. You're you old. <laughs> Old people birthday party being five. <laughs> well, you know, Thank we got to make it on in at four <laughs> dog. Thank you, man. You know, I can't drive at night no more. <laughs> 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 Shamika Riddles, thank you so much. All right, in sports. Serena Williams is out at Wimbledon. She lost the other day, man. I mean, in three straight Aww. sets to Harmony. But, 10 oh, out she of ain't played in a year. So I know yeah. she ain't played in a year, and I, I, it was a great match. It was a great match. She said, "I gave it all I had," and she, she did. did. And she oh, really did. And uh, man, oh, it, it, she ain't got to, she. She is the best tennis player ever. She ain't got to prove nothing. She ain't no, got to prove nothing. She right. go. See, Tiger can go sit down too. Yeah. Yeah. Tiger, you did it. Serena did it, man. Mm -hmm. Serena's the greatest tennis player of all time. Period. And that damn Venus was a bad girl, too. Stop Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. And hats off to King Richard. Dog. Yeah. But don't nobody never talk about uh, Serena and Venus's mother. Do you know mm-hmm. how bad of a girl she had to be? Yeah, yeah. that's true. They talk about the father, but they don't mention yeah. the mother. They, they mother be at all in matches. That woman mm-hmm. right there, she powerful mm-hmm. sister, man. Yeah. yeah. 
That's yeah. true. We proud That's of you, true. Serena. We are so proud. Girl, we are. We are. Thank you, Junior. Make this Thank money. you. And call me right. so I can help you with the migraine headaches. All right. Oh. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, so our very own production director, Cat Dog, we love us some Cat Dog. Cat. Shout out to Cat Dog. Yeah. His birth certificate uh, name is Lance. trending Lance. TikTok video. <laughs> Too damn old to be called Cat Dog. His damn you gave name him is that Lance. name. I don't care. I wish I hadn't. <laughs> That's our boy. Yeah. <laughs> we love him. Uh, well, anyway, he sent us this uh, trending TikTok video. And, Tommy, you mentioned it to us. I think it was off the air on yesterday. Uh, so this dad, this is what the uh, video is about. This dad brought his son some McDonald's. And uh, his baby mama was upset that the dad didn't bring enough for all of her children. Okay? She had more than just this baby. And the, like the uh, baby mama was mad. Yeah. Okay. yeah. The baby mama was mad because he didn't bring enough to feed everyone. Take a listen. No, I don't give my food stamps to the city. Lisa, how is that my problem? If you're trying to help out, though, you're not, not helping not, out. I'm not trying to help, I'm trying to help my son. My how child. are you helping your son when you're only getting kid for, food for just him and not the other kids, his siblings? Lisa, you have Them to, are his siblings, Lisa, though. He's not finna eat in front of all his other siblings and they're bring, not bring eating no McDonald's. Bring no, bring why do I gotta put my... Bring him out to the car. I'll let no, 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 no. He's not finna eat that you can't bring enough for everybody. Lisa, so you're telling me that I gotta bring, so when I buy my, bring my son food, I gotta bring your kids food too now? Yes. You sound dumb. How is that dumb? You That's sound dumb. I you have, sound dumb. Where are they daddies at? Nobody told your to talk to mother. You have them other kids. They're, they're your responsibility. They're not my responsibility. Okay, but if you're gonna bring one, you need to bring it for all. Lisa, How do that Lisa, look that I'm letting one child eat McDonald's and all the rest of the kids can't eat no McDonald's? So you know I get food stamps on the 11th. That ain't, three kids that ain't mine. Three kids that ain't mine. Mm. See, I, wow. see, I'm not mad at this brother. I, maybe I'm being mm. harsh, but I'm not mad. No. He came to bring some food for his son. So mm. now he, my son can't eat because I didn't bring, you know, 
I'm, I don't know. Do I sound wrong? Maybe no, I am. Well, I just, I, is a dad responsible? Well, I have a different, I have a different yeah. take. Yeah. Okay. From the Go mother's ahead. standpoint, mm-hmm. she can't separate and make her children feel different because right. now she's in a dilemma. If she right. allows his son to eat the McDonald's and the other kids don't have McDonald's because mm-hmm. they don't understand what's going on. That's right. They don't know. Right. Now, That's technically, right. this man is not responsible for those other children. Right. They're, They're not father. his. But the mother is responsible Mm -hmm. for the other children and how they feel, think, and act. And she is worth her salt as a woman. She can't show favoritism to one child over the next. And all she was saying to the man was, if you're going to bring food for one, bring for them all. Now, is he obligated to bring for them all? Most certainly not. He has a fact those are not his kids where their daddy's at. But... When you come over to that house for your visitation for your son, you have to realize that he is a sibling Mm -hmm. with brothers and sisters. And if you bring something for him, these are still children now. Mm -hmm. They don't know nothing about the check. Don't come to the 11th. They don't. All they know is I can't get no McDonald's, but he can. Uh-huh. Right. Okay. That's right. the problem so that's that the mother see. has. That's what's important. Yeah. And that's why so, from the mother. So standpoint. I look at it this way. So me being a person I am, let's just say every now and when I come over there, I bring something for, for everybody. But I but I but if I'm not making that kind of money, I'm not gonna do that all the time. But I I should at least be allowed to bring my son what I want to bring my son. Everything y'all Oh, pick your that. son up and take yeah. your son away. Pick my son up, but she won't even let him come out and get in the car. Everything but you still should that. do those types of things separate from the other kids, though. Because well, you don't want hitting, the baby the feeling some kind of way. Fries. You know, what Junior, what fault. are you saying, man? I'm out in the car eating the hot fries. <laughs> you don't care about your sisters and brothers? I don't care nothing about my sisters and brothers. I'm out here with my toy with my dad. <laughs> the toy that you got with your happy meal. Happy meal. <laughs> yes. I got what I wanted. I'm sorry your daddy don't think about you like mine do. It's not my fault. I'm the guy angry. is right in what he's saying, but the woman is 100% correct in how she's trying to handle it. Yeah. For the sake Coming of up at 20 family. minutes after the hour, we'll have more trending topics right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In weird news, Steve Keeler has set a new world record for the heaviest deadlift with just one finger. He's 48 years old. He came from the UK. He deadlifted 285 pounds for eight seconds with just his middle finger. This was in front of multiple official witnesses. Keeler has studied martial arts since he was a child. He holds a black belt in both karate and judo, which he credits for giving him strong hands. Of the lift, he said, it's incredibly painful, but my fingers are strong and I am proud of my lift. Why do you need to deadlift? I bring all these stories on to make us look bad and make us look like we ain't worth a damn. Y'all find the story to let us know we ain't nothing. Is that how you're taking that? That's what you got? I can carry a loaf of bread with one finger. And nah, what? 285 pounds. I don't give a damn, so. (laughs) What you win? And he said it was incredibly painful. I don't get what why he would even do attempt you this. Win. You win a story on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. That's what he won. <laughs> and it's his middle hate. finger. 
<laughs> well, then finger. watch this right here. If that's all you wanted, watch this one right here. You ready? Hey, <laughs> y'all. to go. <laughs> I, I dead lifted uh -huh. a barbell with my baby finger. My uh -huh. pinky. <laughs> you did? I, I picked up 700 pounds. Really? Hell All right. Yeah. Coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, we'll play another round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is time now for a round of Would You Rather. Would you rather receive unlimited text messages from Kanye West or Donald Trump for 10 days? No, I want Kanye West text. They were way more interesting. Yeah. <laughs> really? You think so? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, Kanye. Yeah, Kanye. Kanye. Yeah, yeah, actually, want... man, is a good dude. Yeah, he really I, is, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And and Trump is actually a really bad dude. So yeah, like, yeah, this, this yeah, is yeah. he really is. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I I think I think Ye needs a real friend, real friend mm -hmm. that actually loves him, mm -hmm. cares about him, and wants to protect him. And that means not agree with everything. Yeah. All right. Would you rather lose all the money you earned this year? Or would you rather lose all of the memories you gained this year? Oh, hell with the memories. Uh-uh. Oh, I ain't got memory damn thing. Uh-uh. Hell with the memories. No. <laughs> we ain't taking none of these checks, though. No. Matter of fact, don't even ask me, do you remember? I don't remember stories. Memories are priceless, guys. Well, that's priceless, but I'm going to be trying to remember where the hell my money went to, though. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to remember why I was at work all them damn days. Now, you telling me you took all of it? What? All the money you made this year. All of it. All the memories. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right. Would you Take rather? Well, let me see. You know, you really, technically, technically, yeah, technically, I really, honestly, I keep the memories. What? I can go make what? some more money. Yeah. See? You know, I could go. Tech, really, I keep the memories because mm -hmm. I can go. I can replace the money. I can get some, make some more. Uh, money. It's, this year, I mean, my mama Tommy, turned you 80. You had a good year this year. My mama turned 80. My baby girl graduated, graduated. from high school. Yeah. You'd never remember that again. Uh, that, that I gotta really have it in my head. I gotta yeah. have it in my head. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Yeah. See there. I'm just broke with I'm broke with that though, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just Don't even for pay. one year. All right. Yeah. Would you rather be stuck in your house? Stuck would you rather be stuck with your spouse in a tree house? Or would you rather be stuck with your spouse in a tent on a rainy day? Tree house or tent on a rainy day. You know what? Either way, I'm fine, because there ain't no air conditioning in there, and she ain't got that thing on 60. I'm good. We either in the treehouse <laughs> or the tent. I don't care which one it is. We good. She, ain't freezing. she ain't freezing me to death. <laughs> That's funny. Junior? Tent. Why? Because rain, rain is sexy. Rain is sexy. <laughs> All right. Okay. I'm going to be in that treehouse with that rain. <laughs> that you got some problems on that. All ground. right, guys, oh, that's today's round of Would You Rather. Coming up at 49 minutes after, it's our last break of the day. And we'll close out the show with the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. 
you can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, guys, here we are. Our last break of the day on this Thursday. It's been a good day. Very good day. Absolutely good. Uh Yeah. Yeah. It's been a great day. Yeah. Mm Oh, let's shout out everyone that joined us yesterday for our happy hour sequence escapes on oh, Facebook yeah. Live. We had fun. Thank, Thank y'all you, for lady. showing up. Yeah, hey, guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> what you got, right, Steve? Man. What's on your mind? You know, my closing remarks are kind of similar to what I was talking about earlier today in my opening. Uh, and so I kind of wanted to reiterate and share it with you. Uh, I've talked about so many things I've learned in my 65 trips around the sun. And one of the things I really want to give honor and thank God for is wisdom and understanding. It's really, really funny, man. But when I was 15 years old, the one thing I got out of church that I has kept me throughout my life was the book of Proverbs. I've never read any book in the Bible in its entirety with the exception of Proverbs. It's the only book in the Bible that I've read the entire chapter. I'm not proud of that, but that's just it. That's just being real with you. And the reason was because at 15, I was listening to my mother talk one time at a Bible study. And I heard somebody at the Bible study say that Proverbs is the book of wisdom and understanding. And at 15, I knew I wanted that. So believe it or not, and I'm not making this up, at 15, that's what I thought would be important to my life. So from the age of 15, I started asking God for wisdom and understanding because I heard them say in the meeting that wisdom and understanding is better than all the silver and gold in the world. Now, on top of the fact that I was completely exhausted from poverty and I wanted out of that in the worst way, this seemed to be something that I could grasp because I had no way of getting the silver and gold at 15. So I said at 15, God, help make me a wise person. And whether your opinion of me is this or not, I thank God for that because he has given me a great deal of wisdom. He has given me a great deal of common sense. And I owe all of that and give all the credit and honor to my Heavenly Father because it was not me. It was him answering the prayer of mine. I'm saying all that to say one of the main things that I've learned in my life that has kept me alive and kept me going and kept me strong is what I learned about fear and worry. Because, you know, I've often said in many of my speeches that fear is the number one cause of failure in this country. People are so afraid to fail that they never attempt. People are so afraid of the negative outcome that they refuse to try. People are so afraid if what somebody going to say about them if they don't make it that they get frozen by their fear. People are so afraid of not knowing outcome results fear that they freeze fear kills success i've said that but let me tell you something else about fear fear don't stop death it stops life oh man 
fear. It does not stop death. It stops life. Don't go down there. You might fall off that train. If you go over that run, if you get on that airplane, that airplane might crash and everybody on there die. These people won't get on airplanes because they're afraid of heights. Fear don't stop death. You might be afraid of heights. You may die on the ground. You may have a fear of water. You may not die swimming. You may die from a heart attack. Fear don't stop death. It stops life. Fear freezes you from living. Fear causes you to not move forward in your life. You all have got to deal with fear differently. Fear is a part of it. It's okay to be afraid. I'm afraid. I fret. I have fearful moments. As a stand-up comedian, I cannot express to you the 45-minute anxiety period before I walk out there. Oh, my God. I never got over that. That heart-thumping, body-changing experience, every night I walked out there, that was fear. But if I don't walk out here, my life would never be what it is. And I have to overcome that fear every time I turn that corner, every time I walk on that stage. Fear don't stop death, fear stops life. Now I'm gonna teach you something about worry. Because I'm gonna tell you something, man, and my mother worried all the time. My mother worried, 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 worried. And what I end up learning about worry, y'all, worrying don't take away tomorrow's troubles. You can worry all you want, it changes nothing about tomorrow. You can start worrying about tomorrow right now. It changes nothing about tomorrow. Worry does not take away tomorrow's troubles. It takes away today's peace. Most people are not living in peace today because they so worried about tomorrow and overly concerned about yesterday. Worry does not take away tomorrow's troubles. It takes away today's peace. Get a relationship with God and find yourself some peace. Quit worrying about stuff you ain't got control over. Tomorrow belongs to God. That is not yours. You are not even built to deal with tomorrow. You just got enough to deal with today. Get with God and get yourself in peace. Those are my closing remarks. Hope you got something from it. Hey, y'all, do yourself a favor. Talk to God today. He would absolutely love to hear from you. He would. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God. We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hello. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at FisherHomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Finance provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.